0: listen up are you ready to take your business to the next level
1: are you ready to get the inside info that will blow your mind
0: then get ready for next level the podcast that helps entrepreneurs and business owners like you get ahead
1: we cover topics important to you like avoiding hr mishaps solving payroll challenges mastering benefits and much more
0: that's what i'm talking about so if you're ready for real hr talk
1: meet your host kaylee reeves
0: another episode of next level
1: Hi, and welcome to Next Level. I'm Kaylee Reeves, your host for today's episode. In today's episode, we're talking all things communication, specifically what is good communication, what is bad communication, what it looks like, how can leaders be good communicators, and how can we use communication to support our employees during these crazy times we live in. With us today to answer these questions is our guest, Natalie Dotson, the Human Resources Manager here at HR. Thank you so much for joining us today, Natalie.
0: It's my pleasure, Kaylee. I'm really happy to be here. I love these uh, next level podcasts.
1: We love having you for sure. And you are our resident HR expert. And I mean, now with people working remotely so much, I think that this discussion is going to be so relevant for our listeners. So we were really hoping to get your insight into how leaders um, and employers can communicate as effectively as possible with their employees and at the same time, like, make sure that that communication is is fulfilling um, and meeting their employees' needs, the unique needs that they have right now.
0: Right. Well, that's a really um, passionate topic for me. It's also a very big topic. And um, it's funny to me that I think the easiest way to talk about good communication is to tell you some great ways to mess up communication, (laughs) kind of start there. There's Mm -hmm. a a funny story that I was told um, by a faculty member of a leadership development program that I was in. And um, he he told the story of how he received one day a text from his boss Mm -hmm. and the text consisted of a question mark. So he received that in the morning. Uh, actually, I think he received it in the evening, <laughs> and um, couldn't uh, reach his boss to clarify, and spent all the next day trying to connect um, to find out what in the world that question mark was all about. And everything went through his head. Right, and this is a seasoned professional who was reduced to a um, a trembling mess of anxiety because of this casual question mark that it turns out when he did have a chance to ask his boss what what did you mean boss said huh <laughs> of course <laughs> I didn't realize that had even been sent so to me that's such a um, a great example in a tiny nutshell of how much as a leader um everything you communicate, how much weight it has. And that doesn't mean in any way that you should always be super deliberate about what you say all the time. And there is a balance to strike, but I will say that um, good communication, especially as a leader, is a career-long practice just as good communication in personal relationships as a lifelong practice.
1: So what are some of the ways we strike out when we're attempting to communicate with our employees?
0: One of the great ways to mess up communication um, is just that, is um, when you are nervous about communicating difficult news, um, that can make you actually manifest um, Uh, sounding overly casual. So speaking of bomb dropping, let's say you have to give someone some bad news, which unfortunately um, has been happening these days as part of the the consequences of the pandemic in certain workplaces. It is helpful to prepare ahead of time at least some talking points of what you want to cover, um, but not to sound like you're reading them So I guess overall, more thoughtfulness going into communication in highly emotional times is really, really helpful when you know ahead of time, especially that your message is likely to have um, a strong impact on the
1: listener. You've done such a good job of explaining um, and running us through what good communication and bad communication look like. But and I think what you've been saying has been super relatable during the times that we're living in, um, particularly because we've all been in crisis mode for the last few months. So Mm -hmm. do you think communication has to look different in a crisis? And if it does, how so?
0: Actually, to be overly formal, In the everyday communications you have. So, of course, there are times when it's absolutely appropriate to be a little bit more formal as a leader and people will look to you to have that decorum when it's warranted, right? Um, But you do need to know when you can drop the veneer a little bit and drop the business jargon and just relate on a human level because... And I've seen this a lot, too, using jargon or language that kind of pitches above people's heads with your team or even with your loyal customers, you know, that you're actually on a friendly basis with. It can make them lose interest in really talking with you because it doesn't feel sincere. It's confusing. So, yeah. Um, That's another effect, by the way, of being nervous about what you're communicating. Another potential effect that can have on some people. Um, And if I'm being overly formal in my speech in this podcast, Kaylee, um, that might be why.
1: (laughs) I think one of the things we're really craving right now is connection. So what are some of the things that get in the way of us connecting and communicating effectively with our employees?
0: Focus and clarity. Those are always appropriate and so while you can be very focused and have your talking points set out clearly in your own mind you can still really relate on a personal level don't another point that this leads into is not talking at people right the jargon and the over formality can make people feel like they're being talked at And the reason that that's a problem is because... So the reason that that's a problem is because if, you know, being a good public speaker were, you know, the most important hallmark of good communication, there would be a lot more good communicators out there. That's not the case, right? So there has to be a sense of the audience, whether that's one or more employees, having a venue to respond. So even if you are... Actually, let's say you're in telling mode. Let's say maybe you're um, on video or maybe you have composed an email. It's still possible to give a sense that you're conveying the information in a way that's leaving a room for a response, that you are caring about the impact that you're going to have, you're, you're going to collect feedback, or if it's a one-on-one conversation, you pause now and then. You um, When you ask, does anyone have any questions, you actually wait like seven seconds in order to give people a chance to think. Time passes differently when you are the speaker. So even a public speaker, a good public speaker, has to learn to deal with silence, um, differently. Um, so seven seconds of silence on the speaker's part is going to feel a lot longer than it does to the audience. So these are things you can keep in mind so that people you are talking to or talking with actually feel like it's a, it's a dialogue. It's true communication. It's not a speech. So, if employees feel that they can communicate up and down the company's communication chain, then that is actually very good for building trust and um it results in greater productivity and performance and overall morale when um there's a true sense of communication and not just being um spoken to. Um, So when you do have the opportunity to interact individually, then, and take that opportunity whenever you can too. So when you do have the opportunity to connect one-on-one or in smaller groups with your workforce, it's really important to do that and practice doing that. Because again, um, somewhat related to my example of the scary question mark, you are a leader. Your words, your communications, as I Um, as I said before, have extra impact just by the fact of the position that you hold in your company. And so it's not like your employees will immediately be at ease and comfortable with interacting with you. So if this is kind of a new thing for you, this more direct one-on-one exchange with um, the members of your workforce, then just know that it's going to take a little practice for you but also a little practice
1: for them feeling comfortable with that. But it is well worth it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Natalie. I think that we have all gained some valuable insight and practical advice in how to be um, more authentic and empathetic um, communicators. So thank you so much for joining us leaders, employers, and managers um, need to be mindful and really examine how they're communicating with their employees, especially during times like these. And in our next episode, we'll dive a little deeper into some strategies employers can adopt to strengthen communication during times of crisis. Thank you for tuning in to Next Level. If you liked what you heard, rate our podcast and share it with your friends. We'll see you next time.